Z, episode 26. That's right, 26 times we've been doing this almost every single week. I am in Santa Monica, California, sitting across from Mr. William Quigley, who is uh, running these two gigantic companies. One is... Facebook. No, it's <laughs> Shh, you can't what? laugh yet. I don't even know who you are yet. Why do you have somebody sitting across from I us? Thought you knew. No, this we don't know who this person is. We'll learn about her in a moment. It All is right. wax, it is wax and opskin. Two different companies, two different things, right? Explain what wax does. Well, they don't even know that I run both companies. Who I doesn't? put on a mustache when I go into one. <laughs> what is one of them? So what's wax? Do? Okay, so wax is a cryptocurrency and a blockchain. What's it stand for? Worldwide Asset Exchange. And what is Opskins? Opskins is the largest marketplace in the world for trading your virtual items. When you say the largest, is that something you say or is somebody going to validate that My outside? My mother said, yeah. you guys are the Mrs. biggest. Mrs. Quigley, I, I, if she says it, I believe it. She's there you a go. badass. Your mom. <laughs> I'm serious. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, your mom yes. is pretty cool. Is your mom into crypto? Uh, well, let's just say she's Tessie Satoshi oh, Quigley. she's the one who did it. <laughs> hey, so we're going to dive into what's going on in the crypto space, blockchain space. We have a special guest who you may have heard laugh a little earlier. She's going to be joining us also. And of course, uh, today we have no listener email. We do have listener email, but we are going to go after t coin names to see if they're real or not real because this is a... Why is it whenever the listeners write emails complimenting me, you say there's no listener email? Because I like to censor. And I like to feel like I have the power to make it sound like they all love me. So we have a lot to talk about, but I do want to talk about the memes that have been floating around for the last couple of years inside the crypto space. That They're people... the best part of the crypto Why? whole thing. Because it's so insider-ish, mm -hmm. right? You see it and you know what it is because it's like, oh, you're an insider, which can be, it can be off-putting, but it can be kind of fun too. Makes you want to go, wait, what are they saying? And then you go, HODL, doesn't everybody know what HODL is? What's HODL? HODL is a misspelling of hold. Somebody misspelled the word hold and they were saying, you need to hold on to your Bitcoin, don't sell it when it goes low. But he wrote HODL, H-O-D-L, and somebody said, oh, what he meant to say was hold on for dear life. Ah, uh, okay. And right now, are we in a huddle position right now? Oh, I think we're definitely hodling. Right now is a huddle. So yeah. What is a Lambo? Well, for whatever reason, a few guys who made a lot of money quickly in the crypto space decided to spend it very wisely by buying Lamborghinis. Oh. So... Okay. It, it got, it's like rich, a Ty Lopez thing. Yeah. My Lambo. Anybody, yeah. If you've made a lot of money, and if you're young, usually, uh, in the crypto space, everyone wants to know, have you bought your Lamborghini? Okay. So what is mooning? Mooning is... What you say about a coin if you own it, you want it to moon, and that means it's going to shoot or rocket to the moon. Oh, got it. So it's something you hope to see it explode. Go way up. Way up. Way okay, up moon. Price. And then how about this one? This is Gentleman. So, yeah. So You've I heard think this one? I've, I've never heard, heard of it. this. It's kind of newer. Uh, this is something like, it's like, hey, man, check this out. This stuff's happening right now, this cool stuff. It's like, this is it, gentlemen. And it just means, like, this is going on right now and it's cool. I want you to focus on it. Okay, so these are the memes that are out. What are other ones you have? What are some inside baseball ones you've been hearing also? Oh, huh. I don't know if I've heard any cool new ones lately. No, nothing? Yeah, yeah. You should just make one up and we should yeah. start today with it and use it all the time. 
I got right. it. You ready? Okay. It's called Terran. Oh. It's called a Terran. Okay. Okay. And what now, that is? What does that mean? Okay. Terran means it's you call someone a Terran, meaning they think they know what's going on, but they don't. Okay. Right. They're a Terran. Right. So I use it to your. That's good. What do you think? Explanation. I usually say it when I want to. Uh, convey that you missed out on something big. Oh, I like that. So You pulled a Terran. You pulled a Terran. So when, let's say last year, when Bitcoin was around 8,000, you said you got to buy it, and it got up to 20, and they didn't sell it, you right, did a Terran. Right, right. But a little bit more detail, it's when you're a Terran when you know all about it, okay. and you poo-poo it, Oh, got and it. then it moons, and you didn't do it. Got it. A Terran. Right. So that right there is uh, a meme we're going to start using from now on. Right. Okay. Have right. you Terraned on anything? Oh, I have. Yeah, like what? A few Give me things. an example that you've Terraned on. Uh, let's see. Scientific gaming. No, that's a stock. I'm talking about anything. And like you probably could say Nvidia then too. Anything in the crypto space you've Terraned on? Yeah, many, many things. I like, mean, even Dogecoin and I, you know, Jackson Palmer is a great guy, the guy who invented it, but it was made as a silly side project. Even he thought it was funny. Yeah, but that was pretty early. Right. I, I think you turned on Ripple. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Because it was three cents. I say you should buy it. You should buy it. Yeah, no, I don't like I Ripple. Like, it's well, already it's mine. Really I don't want to touch it. Decentralized. And, you complained yeah. about it. Yeah. You turned. I turned on that one. You did. Right. So that is our And you know new what? That's the reason why, you know, I'm not in the movie Pretty Woman, you know, for I, that reason. I don't know what that means. But Tarrant is our new meme. Let's use it over and over again. Everyone out there, uh, hello at coindmz.com. Tell us about when you Tarrant on something. Why do you think it's good? I think it's perfect. Okay. So we have a lot to talk about on today's show. We'll be talking about how Overstock has basically turned into a crypto company. What Facebook is doing in the blockchain space. It's getting a lot harder to ride that ICO market. Is India changing its mind on what it thinks about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? More than 22,000 Bitcoins have gone into the ransomware space. Oh, including a friend of mine if something happened to I want to talk about. And can you actually predict where the price of Bitcoin is going by looking at Google search results? Ooh, I like that. And also, these tokens, are they real or are they fake? We'll find out if Quigley really knows his stuff. Probably not. Lots to talk about. He is William Quigley. I'm Ken Rakowski, and you're listening to episode 26 of Coin DMZ. Episode 26, hello, H-E-L-L-O, at CoinDMZ.com. That's how you get a hold of us. And, of course, we are hanging out literally inside the, the Brainiac space of William Quigley over at Opskin slash Wax. Can you do a token and a company at the same time? Because it's like two different things going on here. Different people, different T-shirts. I've noticed some people are, have uh, little goatees. They must be from one company, and other people have button shirts. They must be from another. Well, yeah, you cannot Hipsters. wear the same clothes. Literally, when I go to a different office mm -hmm. of a different company, I have to change my clothes. Ah. Right? I even part my hair on the opposite side. Oh, wow. Like I said, Steve Jobs, two different phones, one for Pixar and one for Apple. You're the same way. Again, uh, HODL means... Hold on for dear life. Right. Lambo means 
just spend it all, right? Yeah, you're gonna go big. Mooning means that crypto coin is gonna skyrocket in price. And this is gentlemen means check this and out. Check it out. Check out the and school. Taryn thing. means I missed out and I shouldn't have. All right, those turns. We've all done it. Okay, let's continue. Hey, we have talked about Overstock, and I think Overstock has realized that Amazon has kicked its butt. Wait. Overstock is smaller than Amazon? Overstock.com, where I have bought tons of stuff using Bitcoin. I got this amazing 14.4 baud modem from <laughs> Overstock. I love the Hayes compatible ones. I got my uh, IBM XT. But what Overstock did was, and it's pretty interesting, we don't talk about it much, they basically uh, created their own crypto. Okay. Yeah. Well, they associated with a company that created its own crypto, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's called what? Well, T0. So T0. So T0 is a crypto exchange. So for the audience here, you know about like Coinbase and maybe Binance and PolyX and all these other coin crypto coin exchanges. Well, there's a new category of crypto coin exchange for what they call security tokens. Right. So the regulators may call uh, the cryptocurrency a security as opposed to a utility token. And if it's a security, it gets regulated. And regulated tokens have to be traded on special exchanges. So T0 is creating an exchange for security tokens. Its own exchange. Yeah. But by itself, it's raised a lot of money. Overture in general, you mean? Yes. Yes. Overture. I'm sorry. Not, overstock, no, overstock. 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 And going back to my idea lab days there. Time. So Overstock raised like almost $400 million recently from a private equity firm, which is pretty amazing because what's the market cap of Overstock? Like a billion, two or something like that. Okay. Um, a third they've raised yeah but what's amazing is overstock i mean let's face it it's not amazon right it's it's, not. it's it's been growing a lot slower and yet because that company decided really early i want to say like 2013 to embrace to embrace cryptocurrencies uh i think that's helped the stock price a ton and now that they're building with this company T0, they're building a, an exchange for the buying and selling of security tokens. I think the stock could even see some more more rise in the future. So are you buying T0? Can you buy T0? Or is T0 an exchange that sits on itself? It's like a Binance. Yes. It, no, they, they did do an ICO, uh -huh. right? I don't know if it's completed, but I know- Did our, you buy it? I did not. Did you, Darren? I, I don't know if I turn because because okay. we don't know yet. But I think our guest today oh, can't uh, tell us who that is yet. Not I yet. won't, Not but, yet. but may be able to shed some light because I think our guest did buy some T zero. Okay, she didn't turn. I don't want to turn on any of these things. Uh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We've been trying to figure out what's going on out there. One of the things that you and I talked about was Steemit. Steemit compensates people for creating content. Yeah. You know, and I I like Steemit. I think it rewards people properly. You know, it's the Workers and the lurkers. I want you to think about this, okay? You need to have enough workers so the lurkers can look at content. And the problem is, if you remember MySpace, MySpace had too many lurkers and not enough workers, not enough content creators. Is MySpace not a thing anymore? It's still around. You know that, right? It's still it really? around. So is ICQ, which I just told you about earlier. But there, there's got to be enough content creators on Facebook to make it successful. Of course, the whole point, as they say, the the product is you. You are what people buy. And or if you notice, see. Facebook's content creation. Oh my God, it's, it's, it's plummeting. It's, it's tanking. 
I read a stat the other day, and I, I may be misquoting it, but I'm going to say what I think I remember, which was it has half the audience in the U.S. anyway. Facebook has half the audience of what it had like two years ago or something dramatically reduced. In the United States, which is its largest advertising market. Sure, it might be big in Indonesia and India, but it's not a big advertising market there. No, the okay. monetize, you monetize content best in the U.S. and in Europe. It's very hard to monetize content in countries that are more developing. And what also is interesting is if you start to look at Twitter, Twitter's actually increased. Look at its stock performance. It's actually done pretty well. I know. I spend more time on Twitter than I do on Facebook now because I generally publish about 15 stories a day on Twitter. I used to do that on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, doesn't Facebook just seem like like almost like an empty an empty uh, mall. It's like, why would you go That's there? That's a good example. Yeah, it's an yeah. empty mall. And people like us, we were the, it's anchor stores. They don't compensate us in any way. And this is, I think, where they're starting to realize is it they just have to feels reward. like there's a problem with Facebook for me is you post something there. And because they highly restrict who sees it, they have these algorithms that go crazy. Uh, you feel like there's no engagement with what you're writing. Because you have to pay to be seen. You have to pay. So they're looking at creating something. We've been trying to watch what whatever's going on internally at Facebook. You're talking about the rumor that they're ultimately going to issue their own cryptocurrency. And compensate content creators inside there. Do you know what I want to say, though, Ken? The only thing I want to say is a day late and a dollar short. Who else give, is doing this? Give, give me a break. Uh, people like WeChat and uh, Telegram, uh, 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 Baidu, close you know, Tencent. You have closed communities. Yeah, well, closed communities. Well, no, the Tencent and Baidu are not in the United States. They're not really utilized properly. Where Telegram's a closed community. You have to be in that Telegram chat group. You have to be in that. You, you can open source it now. It's open where you could actually read yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, yeah, you can broadcast. But, but my only point is, uh, it was so obvious. You know, people sometimes say, oh, wasn't the wheel obvious? Well, it probably wasn't, which is why it took a long time for humanity to create a wheel. But... But it was obvious because so many other companies were figuring out a way how to use a messaging app and then monetize it. You have the the, the Japanese company Line. Line basically made a it's messaging all emojis. app. It's well, it's emojis, it's games, it's e-commerce, mm -hmm. it's it's uh, Uber-like. Uh, they, they did an IPO and they yes. did actually quite well in the IPO. But this is you're going back years, I know, you're right. and it's like WeChat, which is WePay, and Alibaba is AliPay. All these messaging apps did a form of payment, a payment mechanism. Then then uh, Facebook goes and buys. Uh, WhatsApp, a big messaging app, and I, that stagnated. was like four years ago. And it stagnated. Stagnated. By the way, you did you know you could do group chat now and group video inside WhatsApp? Does it even matter to you? It, it doesn't. Oh. I haven't cracked open my WhatsApp in a year. Really? No. What do you use? Telegram the whole time? ICQ. ICQ. I mean, just kidding. Which is the uh, 160th most popular app at the App Store right now. Blew my mind. Okay, so Facebook, we still don't know, but they should take the page out of WeChat. Well, the, well, the thing that you, I think you, you were, you were going to comment on is the fact that the, uh, uh, the individual running uh, WhatsApp for um, uh, for Facebook uh, is David Marcus. He, uh, formerly president, I believe, of Quite PayPal. Nice. Uh, was sitting on the board up until very recently of Coinbase, yeah. and he has resigned from that board position. And so I what's think, that mean? Well, it would make me think 
he's worried that Facebook maybe is going to be going in a direction that Coinbase people could find competitive. All right. So now let's talk about the ICO market. And to help us do this, you are going to introduce somebody who looks by far much better than you. Looks like she's actually out in the sun where you look like you've been embalmed. Do you even know what the sun looks like? It's irrelevant. <laughs> it's irrelevant. I only care about the moon. Your white shirt and your we skin moon. almost blend. <laughs> oh my God. Who's Megan? Hi, Megan. Who are you? Hi. Get get into us. Come on. Who, what, what is your name? Megan Casper. And what do you do, Megan Casper? I'm the managing partner of a cryptocurrency fund. And you've been doing this for a while. You've been diving deep into this. And William wanted you to come on here because you've been looking at the ICO market for a while. You've taken a bunch of companies into that direction. You tell them if they should do it, shouldn't do it. And uh, first, how is the ICO market? Um, oversaturated, oversaturated for sure. It, there's just too many of them? There's definitely too many and it's very difficult to decipher what's real and what isn't. And I think the best question to be asking um, all of you know, these coins, when you're looking at them is, um, uh, what's the cash burn? What, what are these companies raising? What's their cash burn in the long term? Um, and what are they going to generate? What are they going to make? So I've noticed that a lot of these ICOs, let's just pretend it raised 10 million, not that successful, but 10 million. Okay. And all of a sudden the ones that raise that money take out 8 million and they pocket it from themselves. If they raised 10 and they took away 80%, that's not gonna be a good company. You know, it's kind of like, what was it called? Uh, Pixelon, I think the company was, that raised, they raised like, do you remember this one, William? You were going back to like 1997. Right, do you remember what they did? They, didn't they do like a, a concert for the who, with the who? They raised $70 million and they did a $60 million party. <laughs> and they got the who and the Rolling Stones. But a lot of these ICOs, they think for some reason, oh, we raised money, let's just take it out and we're going to get other people to buy our token. Right? Have you noticed this yourself? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's the majority of this ICO market. So if you're going to invest in an ICO, you really need to know the team, you need to know what they're building and where this money is being spent every single month. What are you doing? What? I don't know what you're doing. I wanted to ask a question. You, here's your microphone right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Megan, I want to make sure I understand this. You're not, are you saying that you think a large percentage of ICO companies are, after they do their ICO, they're taking out the coins for their own personal use? Because I didn't think that was the case. So you're just saying they're spending the money poorly? I think correct. correct. I just, I don't think that these are experienced teams that are able or capable of building companies. They're not. Correct. They're not expert, but you know this, William. You asked the question or you knew the answer to. He's baiting you there, right? <laughs> He's So if we're looking at these companies that are doing ICOs, first, how does the ICO market look like for 2018? We, we started this dialogue on our last show. I believe as in the middle of this year, we were bigger than what the entire last year was. Right. So what are we looking at in stats right now? I mean, it's what do we have over 850 different ICOs <laughs> been created in the past? How long well do you know William? How well do I know William? Yeah. I've known him for six years. Do you admire him when it comes to what he does? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just checking because you guys, as you are going back and forth, back and forth, she seems a lot more knowledgeable than you on this. Another point I would like to make about the ICOs is, um, you know, we're all judging the most successful ICOs of the year based on how much they raise. By the way, we're talking about 872 ICOs mm -hmm. uh, raising about $8.3 billion in the second quarter as of this year. That's pretty massive. 
What's considered a successful ICO in, in your Well, according eyes? to everyone in the space right now, everyone's looking at the most successful ICO definition is how much they've raised. But to me, as an intelligent investor, that's not true. It's it's what are they actually doing with that money? What is their cash burn per month? And what are they creating? Are they actually, is there a team? Is there an office? You know, okay. you hear of these stories where there's an office during the ICO and then the office vanishes at the close of the Should, ICO. But that wouldn't be a successful ICO. That would be a unsuccessful business, right? Correct. So the raise would be different than the structure of the business or the team itself. Was EOS a successful ICO? According to the amount it raised, yes. <laughs> Do you want to take it one step further? Well, is there a use case for EOS? Or is there an enterprise that's currently using it? Is there an, a, a mass no, adoption? No, it has a no, yet. No one's we're waiting to... on that. So we're waiting on that technology, right? But we see companies are saying we're going to use EOS over Ethereum. We so, do? What companies are saying that? Um, a Wiki, or what, Everpedia, I think, was one of them. I think Wax is going to be doing it, Apparently. right? So there but are companies that said yes. This is all still speculation, right? Okay, I mean, that's fine. So you're we're saying- We're still in a playground. We are. So, but it's still a real way of raising money. Agreed. Okay. Uh, was Telegram a successful ICO? Yeah. And there is a use case there. There's people who are utilizing it on a regular basis. Well, yeah, and their white paper also lays out this entire roadmap was of something Was Wax a else successful is. ICO? Yes. Okay. Company still around? But when you, you say is successful ICO, it's like, I, I think we need to define like between the raise and then the company. What is the company doing? These are the conversations we need to be having. We don't need to focus on, okay, EOS raised $4 billion, great. What is EOS gonna do for me as an investor? Yeah, but I think there's a difference between the raise and the company. A successful raise is a successful raise. If it raised a ton of money, great job. But is the company still around? This is the dot-com days. How many companies did so much when they raised from VCs or went public? And we've already had an extinction event with a lot of these ICOs. I mean, we saw it a few years ago. You could have companies, and they would raise on a scale of a couple hundred thousand, not a couple hundred oh, million. And then these would extinct. They're gone. You don't hear of them today. Yeah, but the token's the still there. The to correct. And that's the tokens a problem, are still there. We can't remove that token from that open market. Yeah, right? the token is still there, but the token often is unsupported because the developers aren't getting paid, so no work's going into it. But if it. I wanted to buy the Kanye token, I'm being serious, because we know that's out there, it's unsupported, it's gone. It's do you, Ken, do you remember, this is, goes back many years, probably 15 years ago, but where people started complaining about the space junk, which were websites that had run out of money, and maybe they had just enough to keep their server on, so the web pages were yes. up, yes. but they were, they were zombies. Right, GeoCities. GeoCities. Seriously, and maybe MySpace. Yeah. Like, how do we take it down and get rid of it? But that very much exists in the blockchain space. Yeah, because it's still there. Yeah, you Megan's cannot remove this. because they're immutable. You can't remove the tokens. So, so Megan, what I like to do is let's talk about this. Since you are deep into this, ICOs and Williams brings us all the time. You have to go off and do your due diligence to make sure the real team exists. It's not a fake site. They didn't cut and paste somebody else's LinkedIn profile pages and put it up there. How deep can you go to validate that it looks like a good ICO? It looks like they're not just going to raise good money, but they'll still exist beyond the raise. Well, we have a team in place that you, you know do. follows. Yeah, we have a few people. Um, everyone has their role in figuring out how 
great of an ICO each one is. So we'll, we'll take a basket every month of the most hyped top ICOs or even things that people don't hear about online, but we know um, as early adopters. Well, what can you space. teach us? Like what certain things listeners can do to make sure they're doing the proper due diligence? Well, first of all, make sure that the ICO that you're investing in is really the ICO you're investing in because there's a lot of scams. So, you know, like Definity or um, RSK, um, Polkadot, these bigger ICOs, right. there will be people that create scams. You, so you think that you're yeah. So you think that you're actually investing in something, but you're not. EOS had that issue. I think Correct. Wax had that issue. Wax had the issue. I mean, well. you yeah, guys have yeah, gone through. Wax, Wax had that issue in, in so many ways, including a big exchange in Asia contacting us and saying, "Hey, we've listed your token." And we said, "But our token hasn't been distributed okay. yet." Okay. And they were selling a fake token. So you're saying is first make sure it's real make sure and how do you make sure it's real well you can contact the um you know the the ceos of the company reach out find out who they are email them primarily in telegram right they're not going to telegram would have not picked up the phone email you know? yeah um you, you know if you're a, if you're me. a serious investor and you want to put in um money into the space you're going to have to learn how to do these things and, and Finding out who the, the the owners of these companies are and contacting them is important. So why don't you do this on the shows of the future? Why don't you tell us the the ICOs you're excited about, not the ones that you're necessarily involved with, mm -hmm. okay, but the ones that you see opportunity with that you know are legitimate and real. Are you cool with that? Yeah. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it because I'm sick of pulling these Terrans. I, yeah, I know. I don't want to have any more Terrans. I want to be equipped to know where the opportunities are. Since Megan's here, Megan, do me. A f I, I need an. I need help on something. I get these text messages from people I know saying, "Hey, do you know where I can get fifty million dollars in Bitcoin?" I have somebody that wants to buy a ton of Bitcoin right now. They have the money and they're ready to go. I, I'm not exaggerating. I might get two of these a week mm -hmm. from 10 to $50 million. What am I getting? What are, are, are these? Scams. Yeah, it's definitely a scam. What's the scam? And why do these people believe it's real? So people that want to purchase it may... Uh, it's more you'll see the scam where there's a seller so you'll have a seller for 50,000 or 100,000 BTC right. and they'll say hey Ken um, I, I'm gonna sell it at a 7% discount you can keep a VIG there of like two or three percent um, and then you'll go out thinking that this is real and you'll try to sell the coins um, when it happens um, the the actual purchaser will send the money into an escrow uh, as soon as the money is there um, and this has happened a few times uh, in this history of these new ICO, or I'm sorry, the uh, OTC scams. And the funds will get released in the escrow um, to the uh, buyer, sorry, uh, or I'm sorry, to the seller, and then the seller won't actually give the coins. Okay, but how about the other way around? When someone says, I have somebody that wants to buy 50,000 Bitcoins, how about that side? There are, okay, so this is where you see a lot of demand in the market. This is real. If they're an institution. That one's real then? Generally, yeah. Unless, unless it's an individual from like Hong Kong, then it's a scam and they'll try to scam Only people. Hong Kong? Well. But if they're from Macau, China, it's real? <laughs> this is where we're seeing a lot of it. 
Because um, those Djibouti coins. But this is a really good a real point. Token, by the way. Ken, Djibouti. this is a great point to bring up that there is a lot of demand in this space. And even though we're seeing, according to coin market cap and whatever, uh, the price is being driven down, there are large OTC trades happening with um, uh, family offices and. Okay. And, That's legit then. Yeah, the, point, the only point I would make to that, Ken, to reinforce it for our listeners, is that what Megan was referring to when she says OTC, this is people who buy or people who sell Bitcoin, but they don't do it on Binance or Coinbase or other exchanges. They do it between do they want themselves. It off the books? It's not off the books. It's just they don't go through an exchange. Most of our listeners, when they buy or they trade the coins, they go on an exchange. These are people who buy or sell, but they buy them between themselves, peer to peer. I, but that's somewhat off the books, well, isn't remember, it? it? I mean, I know be. it's on the ledger, but it's off the books. And then, well, the, the reason it's worthwhile pointing this out is because when that happens and people are wondering, hey, what's the health of the Bitcoin in the crypto market? And I see trading volume is down on the exchanges. A lot of that trading volume is still around. It's Got just it. not going through the exchanges. All right. So let's let's nail these two other stories real quick. Uh, India is a very interesting market because uh, we've seen Modi, who uh, is trying to do whatever he can with his currency in India. We know that they've gotten rid of all the black market um, bills two years ago. We saw craziness happen over there. We feel that if anything. India is probably one of the best countries to go towards the cryptocurrency space, very similar to what Kenya did when it came to the M-Pesa, some type of way to really leverage what's going on. Now, I don't understand. They're saying they're looking at a crypto token environment, but not a cryptocurrency environment. Maybe yeah, I, I, I do know what they mean there. Yeah, so first, yes, India has gone back and forth, right, with, with how they feel about cryptos. At one point, they're like, they're banned and they're illegal. Yes. And then they were still sort of banned and illegal, but people could do it and there was no enforcement. And then they said, wait a minute, this is interesting software, this blockchain stuff, we better not like completely ignore it, it might be important. And so now what they're looking at it is, cryptos are not just a currency, right? We have things like NFTs, non-fungible tokens, also known as Ethereum, ERC-721s. And these are like Bitcoins, but they have a unique thing in them. NFTs have a video game in image. Every single coin has a different image. So you can use um, cryptos to represent products. So what would India do? Well, India might say, hey, this is an interesting way to, uh, to innovate in the product category. Let's allow these tokens to be used for people to buy and sell stuff, but not as a currency. So the only way this can work is everyone has to have some type of digital device, a mobile phone or something, because if they're going to- A Palm Pilot. A Palm Pilot, one of those uh, ColecoVision games. Remember a little football game? Doo, 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 doo. All right. Uh, ransomware. I know hospitals have getting slapped by ransomware. Uh, a ransomware, um, it's pretty simple. You open up an app or a PDF file that looks like a PDF file, and it puts a virus on your computer, and it encrypts your data, and basically says, if you want your data back, you have to pay so much, and it generally uses Bitcoin as a way to pay these pirates that are sitting somewhere else, right? That is right. And... Um, I'm, I'm looking at some of these ransomware groups. Bitcoin is their preferred way of getting paid. Well, because of course it is. It's untrackable. Well, it's, it is trackable at the not end of the day. Not to the individual, it's not. But, but well, yes, if you can, it's not that hard to figure out over time who owns the particular Bitcoin wallet. And people have done it. I have done it. Really? So, yes, yes, yes. You, 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 you can do it. All right. But it is, um, 
it's desirable because when you say to somebody, pay me in, in a Bitcoin or some other crypto, obviously you don't have to go through a banking network, okay, right? Wait, 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 I wanna step back real quick. I know, and I'm not gonna say who, but someone you know and I know very well, registered a wallet without a social security number and without their actual name. Okay. How would they have been tracked? And when you say registered the wallet, you mean they created They created what? a wallet? And they, they created they created an account and not on, in the United States, but directly on the uh, like blockchain.info, directly on the Bitcoin blockchain, or I'm or, just saying they're able to take money back and forth without having a verified. Real they're name. able to take cryptos. Yes, yep. so you can create a so-called anonymous Bitcoin address, meaning you don't associate your so name. So how would you be able to address. track that then? Well, it goes like this. Over time, and let me tell you, the NSA and other law enforcement agencies across the world are very, very good at this. Okay. They will figure out over time whose wallet pays what, and yeah, like Megan's, anything Megan's else, saying yes, yes, yeah. there's there's six degrees, right, a separation. Eventually, you're like, that guy is sending money okay. to that wallet. Okay. Here, Megan wants to say and something. Remember, there's not that many wallets or people comparatively speaking to the amount of people on the planet. I understand it's limited, okay? Yeah. But then then all these different addresses that we see in front of us and I mean we're looking at massive amounts of bitcoin, 22,000 bitcoin being used to pay off ransomware situations. You're telling me they can't track these people down or these groups? I'm I'm telling you you can track people down. Okay. And what I'm saying is over time Remember, because every time you hand off a, a token from one address to another, it can always be tracked okay. back to the original. Unless it gets washed. Whoa, <laughs> what does that mean now? Yes. Let's talk about that. Well, What's washed? Uh, washed, laundered, dry cleaned, I, pressed. <laughs> what? Well, there are these coins. <laughs> Like Monero, that you can wash the coin, you can wash your Bitcoin through. So you can literally make it so it's anonymous. Then it can have it's, be tracked. It, it, it's like a mixer, is what we call it, right? So everybody contributes a bunch of coins into one address. It kind of mixes them all up, and then it sends them out to some other addresses. So you're so saying you, lose you can launder, you can laundry, yeah. launder, launder, not laundry, launder. We call it washing coins. La washing coins. Okay. So it's still, but, a but I mean, the main point here is ransomware. So can I give you a short one. story? You so my friend, um, uh, got an email he sent to me and the email said, Mr. We'll just call him. Let's call Taren. him Taren. Okay. Taren. Just random Taren. Hey, Taren. I have installed, this is what the ransomware bad guy said in the email. I have installed a special software program in your computer. And that software program has access to your camera and your video. And I have been turning it on when you have been using your, your computer to watch porn. Pornhub, yeah. And now I see you and I have a video of it. And unless you give me X amount of Bitcoin, I'm going to send it to everybody in your address book and whatever. Do they show a pixelated picture of that individual? Well, yes, but it's very tastefully done okay. with just the right color and, and just filter, the right lighting. Good filter, right. Right? And did they pay? Of course not, because this particular person is hyper, hyper sensitive to security, and he has disabled his camera, so he clearly oh. knew it was not the, you know, it was I not legit. It. Okay. That's the key. So when I get those little messages saying, your Windows computer has been compromised knowing I'm on a Mac. 
<laughs> and I've gotten the phone call from Windows Support out of India. Have you ever gotten that? No, I've got an actual got... phone call saying your Windows computer. I don't have a Windows computer. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's last thing real quick. I thought this is a fascinating story. This is actually coming from a study uh, out of Yale. The, the students got together saying if you utilize Google the proper way, you can determine or predict crypto pricing movement. Now, the irony is, I think on CoinDMZ episode three, yeah. you actually said you do this on a regular basis. Yes, you, I do. How I do. do you use Google? Uh, so uh, Google Trends, right? Which is, by the way, folks, Google Trends is one of the greatest tools, free tools free. that you can get um, uh, on any kind of, from any site. Google Trends allows you to track the number of people searching for a particular topic. And Google's got gr great graphics. I particularly like comparing two things. So you can compare, for instance, Bitcoin and... Uh, you know, Ethereum, and you can see the number of searches for Bitcoin, the number of searches for Ethereum, and basically it tells you, are people searching a lot more? And by the way, they break it up by countries, so you can see which countries are really into okay. it and not. So if you see, like right now, if the, if the audience goes on Google Trends and types in uh, uh, Bitcoin, and by the way, do it over the lifetime, because you can do it over like uh, 90 days, a year, whatever, you, can see you will see a massive decline in the number of searches, which some people would say, and I think there's some truth to it, you could infer that that is an indicator of a, of a decline in interest. Decline in searches is a decline in interest. That makes sense. Now, is it perfectly predictive of no, where the prices are going? It's one of those free yeah. tools. Yes. So do that. So since you're here, Megan, and I know you can't hear that, but that is our game music that's going on right now. Would you like to play a game with William and I? depends no just say yes <laughs> always say yes. yes so this is the deal what i'm gonna do is and i like that music it's fun i am going to ask william first and you could either say yes or no You're if you think lifeline. you know she's not a lifeline she's actually going to be able to say yes or no on her own behalf so if you're wrong you're wrong and if she's right she's basically better tally? than me. i will keep tally i can do this Ken so does a very i do good a job. good job of this I'm gonna name our first token. Can you give the microphone back to William? William's gonna answer, then you're next. I am so So our good first at this. token, and again, you have to tell me if this is real or fake. Yeah. Our first token, and the token um, initials are at, don't even look on your computer. No, close, you can't touch your computer, you two. Here it is. It's F-L-U-Z, it's flus flus. Is that a real token or not, William? I'm gonna say absolutely. Absolutely, it's a real token. Megan, do you think it's a real token? F, flus, flus. Real token or fake token? Fake what? token. It's a fake token. By the way, I just want to let you know, flus, flus distributes. Uh, it's a traditional shopping experience. It's a, uh, a new way to reward I people. Won. It is real, by the way. Yeah. Roy, you're up on one right yeah. now. What was it's the got, bet? Two Bitcoins? No, no. It, it's got, me? by the way, it's got a... a $400,000 market, or excuse me, $4 million market cap so far. Okay. Okay, our next token is NTIC. It's the not important coin. It's an Ethereum-based open trading coin. Real or fake? Oh, that's as fake as those uh, sunglasses you're wearing. I don't have sunglasses on, so not important coin. What do you think, real or fake? Sounds fake. Sounds fake? You both are right on that one. Good oh, job. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your score right now, William? I am two for two, baby. Two for two. Where are you at, Megan? One. Okay. 
<laughs> the next one, Megan, I'm going to start with you on this one. The uh, initials are INSN, and this is the insane coin. And what, what are you doing, William? I'm, I'm, I'm He's doing the same thing I was okay. doing. I was drawing it with my okay. finger. <laughs> the insane coin. It's a, a tradable P2P token. I-N-S-N? Um, it is I-N-S-N. It's the insane coin. Is that real or fake? I would say fake because if I had an insane coin, I would use a better symbol than that. I, insane coin, fake, according to Megan. William Quigley, what do you think? It's as real as my high-end sunglasses. William is right. It's got yeah. a three hundred and sixty thousand dollars market chose those cap. Symbols. What? I would have chose a better symbol. I'm, I'm just saying. William's very excited right now. Our next one is called the Skins Token. That's S K N S. It's an alternative skin in-game token. Whatever that means. What do you think? Real or fake? It's the skins you're, token. You're, you're, you're doing pretty bad here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you made that up. So is it real or fake? Fake. Fake from Megan? What do you think, William? It's possible that it's real. Skin coin is real, and you said skins with an S? I said skins token, not skins coin. It's skin coin. So I would say skins token, token is not real. William and Megan are right. Good job. Whoa. I am. What is it? You're nine nine yeah. for nine. Yeah, nine for nine. Which is no in German, by the way. No, no. I get it. I hope that's not how you keep accounting. And our last one is the Tata 2 token. Okay. And the Tata 2 token, um, it's, it, it's, is it real or fake? <laughs> What's the symbol? Oh, the symbol, by the way, is TTU. Fake from Megan's side. William Quiggle, what do you think? This is actually the toughest one. All the others were easy. But I, I see you, your cagey self over there. Um, Tata 2 coin. And this is for a perfect, perfect by the way, record. Like token. token. It's a token. 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 See, so that could be a little head fake where he's like, oh, no, it's a token, you know, trying to make me think, oh, yeah, it's real. But then you could be using reverse psychology. So the Tata 2 token, uh, I am going to say it's fake. You both are wrong. No! Go! By the way, the Tata 2 token has sold over 575 million. 575 million worth of its currency okay, through you know its what? ICO. Fine, guess it's what? It's considered one of the more... What? You will not. Oh, yeah. This is a big one, by the way. Just want to let you know. So, Miss I know every ICO that's out there. I think I might have tarined on that. You may have tarined on that. So, if people want to hunt you down, Megan, where do they go to find you? Megan, where do they go? Magnetic Capital. There you go. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You know what? This is fair. Is that Tatu as in the Star Wars planet? That was Tatooine, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, get a little more under your Star Wars. Oh, wait. What's going on? I man? have heard of this. <laughs> well, no. afterwards. Well, guys, no, no, no. But there oh. was there was some money laundering yeah, yeah, yeah. going on with this. I got it. But is it a real token? It's a real token. There we but, go. That's all the game goes, okay? This was... That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know. It's real, yeah. okay? So bad. So sad, you two. Yeah, stay away, but it is real, a token, it real. Hey, uh, this is episode 26, and I appreciate you guys hanging out. William, people want to hunt you down, find you, where do they go? Well, they can see a lot of our stuff on wax.io. And also check out your YouTube page. Lots of great stuff happening over there, too, right? That's true. William Quigley, YouTube, you'll see a lot of stuff. You're on YouTube? 
You personally? There's a lot. No, there's a lot of you? videos of me. Yeah. There's videos of you doing yeah. what? Usually talking at conferences, uh, building homes, barbecuing. Uh, barbecuing. Yep. Yeah. Good brisket. I love it. Okay. Everyone, thanks a lot. Hello at CoinDMZ. That's where you find us. Hello at CoinDMZ.com. And thanks a lot for hanging out with us and listening and being part of Coin DMZ. Oh,